Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God, both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. A few years ago, I left a well-established Fortune 500 company position to join a startup business that, well, initially, it presented a significant amount of potential. Having been in startups and new divisions in established companies before, I understood the intrinsic risks of going to a new business, and I was willing to take these risks if the reward would be worth it. I prayed about taking the role and sensed that God was leading me into this new position. To make things even more convincing, the hiring manager was a believer in Christ and was even involved in ministry. To me, it seemed like God was setting me up for a great experience in my professional development as well as a fantastic monetary blessing. After all the onboarding process, I got to work in some initial stage testing and validation before we went full-on commercial release. Everything seemed to be going smoothly, and it was near perfect in all aspects of testing and performance. But then things changed, and it took a turn. Everything from software revision failures to hardware malfunctions and even pressure from the investment group demanding ridiculous sales revenues for a product that had once showed such significant potential, but unfortunately had evolved into something that was not good for anything. I remember shortly after things started going south, sitting in my car before going to work and feeling so distraught about my work situation that I literally cried out to God and said, God, I thought that you brought me to this job. This is not what I expected. God, you have to fix this situation. I can't keep going like this. More about that experience later. But let me ask you something. Have you ever started a new role in a company or maybe even left your job to take a position with a new company and thought to yourself, this is not what I expected? Maybe you're experiencing this feeling right now in your current role. You started a new job and you felt that the Lord strongly led you to take on this new role. After all, just as the scripture says in Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. But now, this job seems like a complete disaster. Initially, you thought that this new job checked all the right boxes that you wanted, and it seemed like a good and sensible path to take. But now that you've formally walked it out a bit, it seems like you're on more of a death march as opposed to a pathway to blessing. If this is what it is for you, please understand that you're not alone, and you're not the first one to ever feel like this. From a biblical perspective, most if not all of God's people in the Hall of Fame of Faith have had to endure situations and even scenarios where their expectations were not matched with what they had experienced. However, as we'll discuss in this series, God has a way of turning negative situations around for His people, and then He can do this for you. From the scriptures, one of the best examples of going from one role to another was that of the Israelites as they exited Egypt. God had used Moses mightily to speak to Pharaoh about letting his people go. And to Pharaoh, the Israelites, well, they represented a significant amount of his labor force that helped facilitate all of the infrastructural needs of Egyptian life. From paved roads to building monuments and even growing crops for the nation of Egypt to consume, God's people brought a wealth of benefit to this prosperous nation. However, God had decided to get his people out of Egypt so that they could go to their promised land. But Pharaoh refused to entertain even the thought of this idea. Over a series of months, God sent plagues and pestilence to the nation of Egypt until one day, Pharaoh and all the Egyptians had experienced enough hardship and decided to send the Israelites packing with, frankly, a terrific severance package of gold as well as some other treasures. To the nation of Israel, this departure from Egypt was a miracle. They knew that they had something extraordinary ahead of them and something that they would end up calling their promised land. 
no longer slaves, the Israelites sang and danced in praise and thanksgiving to God as they marched away from Egypt and moved towards the land of promise. That was until they ran into the Red Sea. At this point, all of Israel was in Moses' ear about the obvious roadblock to the promised land, and to make matters worse, Pharaoh decided to send out 600 fighting chariots to go after the Israelites and bring them back so that they could get back to work as slaves in Egypt. Let's go to the Bible and pick up the story in Exodus 14, verses 10 through 14. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them, and they were terrified and cried out unto the Lord. They said to Moses, What is it that there was no graves in Egypt that you brought us out into the wilderness to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Did we not say to you in Egypt, Leave us alone, so that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, Don't be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the Lord's salvation, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians that you see today will never be seen again. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Immediately following this situation, God parted the Red Sea and had them walk across the riverbed all the way to the other side. Also, while this was going on, Pharaoh's band of chariots attempted to cross over, but God made sure that they were stopped in their pursuit. In verse 28, we read that the waters flowed back and covered over the chariots and the horsemen. The entire army of Pharaoh that had chased the Israelites was now under the sea, and none of them survived. My friend, maybe like the Israelites, you knew that you were let out of your previous role, but things were not turning out as you thought they would. Well, the Israelites, they thought that they would just stroll right into the land of promise. God had some other ideas. Matter of fact, let me just bullet point these for you. In verse 4, God says, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart so that when they pursue the Israelites, I will gain honor by means of Pharaoh and all of his army, and all the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. Skipping down to verse 14, God saying to the Israelites, the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. And then finally, in verse 31, when Israel saw the great power that the Lord had exercised over the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and believed in him and his servant Moses. God had to allow the Israelites to endure not only natural obstacles, but also a violent army, all because he wanted to show them his power and how he could deliver his people from their enemies. My friend, if God has led you to a new role and it's not what you thought or even envisioned, take heart and learn from this story. God wants to show you his power to save and how he can turn hopeless situations in your new workplace around before you enter into the promised land. You may be on the right path, but just as God said in Deuteronomy 8 2, remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. God will use your new job to humble you and also to test you so that you and him can see what's in your heart. If you're having a hard time adjusting to your new role, God wants you to go to him with your workplace problems. He doesn't expect you to go on this alone. He wants to fight for you in your workplace battles. He also wants to humble you, and he also wants to see what's in your heart. My friend, before you enter into the season of promised land with your job, do not be surprised if you endure a wilderness experience just like the Israelites did before they entered their promised land. We'll talk more about that as I continue the series, What Did I Step Into? Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.